You're listening to Managing in the Middle, a podcast about ways to make work suck less. So what we want to broach as a subject is the Google study on Teams, Project Aristotle, also known as Rework. It was completed in 2015. It was a two-year study, and basically their HR people uh, got a ho- did a whole lot of interviews, did a whole lot of data to find out what it was that made a great team. Uh, luckily for us, they then published, and although it's probably not a lot of surprise to anyone, it did shake up things when the number one factor came out of psychological safety. Now, I know we've, uh, we can have a chat about that more deeply, but the top five factors we're talking about, psychological safety, dependability, structure and clarity, meaning of work, and the impact of work. And so I think what this study definitely highlighted was that These are the dynamics that set other successful teams apart from teams at Google. And so, obviously, Google, you know, high-pressure, high-performing brand. We know that there's a real kind of culture of excellence in in Google. And so, the fact that number one was psychological safety basically meant, are we able to take risks? Are we able to do things without feeling insecure or embarrassed? And generally, is it a high-trust environment? It's about if I make a mistake on my team, it won't be held against me. I'll be supported, not punished. So it's safe to make these, take these risks, stretch a little bit. I love the one around dependability because it's essentially people can rely on each other. They know that they'll complete that high quality work on time versus, I suppose, shirking responsibilities or not being able to give work and delegate things to each other or get support and know that it'll actually be completed on time. And We know trust is a big part of every high-performing team. That's, and that's the first two, psychological safety. I trust you're not going to slam me. And the second one, dependability. If you say you're going to do something, I trust you to do it. Yeah. The next one is so important and it's around structure and clarity. So teams that have really effective decision-making processes when people understand what their job is, what the expectations are, what the processes are for actually doing their work and doing a good job and knowing that how my role actually affects the rest of the team. This can really help shift a team so that when they understand, you know, why they're there. Yeah, it's it it gives you the ability to not second guess yourself when you start working on things. One of the biggest problems and areas of conflict you'll find in any relationship is missed people not meeting expectations. So having clear expectations, structure and clarity, what's expected of me within this team, that means people can relax knowing what's expected, knowing I'm not missing something. I can relax and do my work. It's great. The next one is around meaning. So, it really depends on what kind of organisation or what kind of industry you work in of what meaning actually means. For some, it's really obvious. For some, sometimes less so. The work that I do for our team is meaningful to me. So, this is really around finding that sense of purpose in the work or the output. The meaning of work can be really personal to me, like I think I'm making a difference in some way, or it can just be. I know I'm being the best I can be and I'm pushing myself as hard as I can. So, if you work in a hospital or if you work in 
I guess, one of any of the health services or emergency services, your meaning is really clear most of the time. Sometimes if you work in other industries, it's a little harder, so you need to dig a bit deeper. It can be a little bit of a double-edged sword, this one. People will always seek meaning in their work and they want to go home and say, I've done a good job. So it's up to leadership to make sure that what they picture as meaningful or what feels meaningful to them is meaningful for the team. It's no good if you're going to high five yourself because you got the work done in you know, whatever work it was, you got done in eight hours, if that doesn't produce the outcome that was required. So it's important as a leader to get people focused on outcomes rather than process if you can. And then that leads really nicely into the last one, which is around impact. So this is all around understanding how our team contributes to an organization's goals. So how do we make sure that what we are doing ladders up and contributes to the goals so that we feel like we're having an impact on whether it's the bottom line or whether it's other types of outcomes that your organization is striving for? Absolutely. There's that um, wonderful story that's probably fake about the uh, janitor at NASA. Fake news. Yeah, yeah, the janitor at NASA got asked, and what do you do here? And so, well, I'm helping to put a man on the moon. Everybody is working towards that goal, whether you're sweeping the floor or you're doing the maths. It's understanding what that goal is for the organisation and making sure that's carried down through the teams so they can see a clear line between what they're doing and that organisation goal. Yeah. So that's pretty much in a, in a nutshell. That is the five keys to a successful team based on the Google, Aristotle and Rework study. You can absolutely Google that anytime you like or we'll also have some links in the show notes. Peace. Yeah, it's well worth checking out. Get around it. <laughs>